What is up, my people? I'm having a fairly decent day. I hope you're having a fairly decent day. I hope you watched, you know, NXT last night. Because I thought it was an actual really, you know, mostly a good card. I liked it. Daisy liked it over there, sneezing her head off. And it started out with us finally, you know, we got our answers to those big, two big announcements. So we were waiting to see what they were for, like, a week now. And, I mean, we kind of saw both of them coming. I mean, we knew that it was going to happen sooner or later. But, I mean, number one, the two-night NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, which is going to be April 7th and 8th, exclusively on, yeah, Peacock. Which, I mean, I think that's great. Two nights, they put together a lot of stories, a lot of stuff was put together, you know. Starting to come together, really. You know, last night, which I'm okay with. It was, it was good. Yeah, I'm okay with, yeah, TakeOver. And they get, yeah, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm sure they're doing, I think, that some kind of digital Hall of Fame around the same time. I don't remember the date off the top of my head, but it's happening that week, which is great. Finally, you know, they're doing the 2020 class and the 2021 class, and they already announced Molly Holly, which I'm all for. Lots of people give her lots of credit for getting them where they are and for being one of the best that they had in the ring at that time. So I'm okay with that. And then the second one, which we all saw coming, which I still think is stupid regardless, was Dakota and Raquel just getting handed the women's tag titles because they won the Dusty Classic. I mean, like, just because they won the first ever women's Dusty and everything that happened, I mean, I think they should have just had them, like, they won one. I mean, I get it. They won the women's Dusty Classic. So, I mean, here you go for winning it, but I still, I mean, don't like it. You know, I'm sure there are some people that did like them getting handed the stuff. But, I mean, if it's a championship and you want it to mean anything, you shouldn't be all, well, here you go. Like, make people earn it. Like, that's always been the thing. You know, just handed the title doesn't, you know, mean as much. We all understood Mick Foley getting handed the hardcore title, but, I mean, look who he was compared to a lot of people. I mean, that made complete and utter sense. But, you know, it did lead to a good match later in the night after Shotzi and Ember showed up and challenged them to a match. Later on in the night, last night, which I'm completely, you know, I like the message team. I've always liked Shotzi, just because, I mean, maybe, you know, uh, the tank, green hair, oh, it's just because she's not the typical, you know, female wrestler that you always see, especially in that company. Like, there's very, you know, they all have their own different things, but there are a lot of the same, you know, similarities between them, but... I mean, they got their title match later on in the night. And if we're going to talk about, I mean, that. I mean, we have to get really. I mean, it could have been better. It got really good, like, in that last last couple minutes. I mean, the action royally, royally, yeah, picked up there. But, I mean, the really, the only thing I grasped from the beginning, like, that little bit there was... You know, when Shotzi had Dakota in, like, the Cloverleaf for forever, I mean, Dakota really wasn't helping 
selling her climbing, dragging herself, whatever you want to put it, pulling herself to the ropes to break it up. And the way she got her in the clover with me, that was a whole other you know, thing. But you can literally see Shotzi pulling, like literally backing herself towards the ropes to help Dakota, you know, get to the ropes to do the break like they needed to. I mean, Dakota could at least look like she was pulling and dragging and trying to get there. And just a little bit of effort, but I mean, she was practically just like standing still, which irritated the snot out of me on that part. Raquel and Dakota's double team. There towards the end, I think it was Shotzi that kicked out of it. Like, that was beautiful looking. Like, they did that spot on. That was great. And then it ended with Ember coming, yeah, trying to do a hurricane runner or whatever she was trying to do technically. Up on Raquel's shoulders. She goes over, yeah, sitting there on top of her shoulders still. Dakota tries to hit Shotzi. Shotzi gets out of the way and little teeny tiny, like Dakota Kai manages to run into Raquel with Ember on her shoulders and somehow hit her hard enough to knock them both over the rope, which I mean, maybe I just don't like it because I don't like Raquel Gonzalez, but I mean, yeah. That's weird, but then Shotzi got the roll up. And they got the titles, and I think they'll be more evenly matched to be better with the whole tag team championship picture with the women. Yeah, I mean, no offense to Dakota and Raquel, but you know, it's like Nia and Shannon. It's just uneven balance, and you see what happens. Like, just on Monday, you saw what happened with that. You know, it's almost unbelievable when they lose, so... It was good though. Like they did, like yeah, the last four minutes or so, I mean, they were on fire. They were doing, like everyone was all over the place. That was the best part of the entire match. They put it all together right there. And I'm okay with that. I have no problem with that. Call me a crazy guy, but they could have done that the whole time. I would have been even happier. We'd be having a much better conversation right now. But hey, at least they got, you know, they handed them the titles. And I think that Shotzi and Ember, they work good together. They look good together. It gives Ember something to do because, you know, she never really did find her footing on the main roster. And now that she's back, you know, got hurt. It was a blessing. Now that she's down there, she has this. And her and Shotzi do make a good team because they're both, like, not the atypical, like, their character everything. They're different. So I think it works great together. And then after the match, we see them getting a standing ovation from everybody. Except for... Indy, Hartwell, and Candace. Indy was booing her. Like, so I think that's going to be the next match, probably at this takeover for the women's tag titles. And we'll see what they do with that. And then later on in the night, we see Dakota and Raquel after the loss. And... They get asked, you know, how do you feel about, like, Dakota tells her to stop, the usual, blah, da, 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 da. Raquel says, no matter what we were, no matter if it was five minutes, five days, five weeks, we were still the first ever champions. Enter Io Shirai. Said, I want you next. I'm pretty sure was the exact phrase right there. 
You know? And I, again, am okay with that. You know? She wants her next. I am all for that. See how they do it. I mean, I don't think Raquel's, like, ready for the title. Yeah. She hasn't been around that long. I mean, they're giving her the decent push. I mean, they had her beat Maria, which, I mean, we all saw was coming, but so Maria could go to the main roster. But, I mean, they've been giving her these big matches and these big things. She got to be the first ever, again, half of the first ever NXT Women's Tag Champ. I mean, that they, she got to split the belt. She held that belt. Matter if it was five seconds or not, like she said. So they have a lot of faith in her. I just want to see how they're going to do Io and her. I just don't think she's ready. I think Io should hold on to the belt in that one. And now that we get done talking about that as Io challenged her, let's get on to Tony Storm with Io for the woman's title. And Tony Storm wearing those, you know, wearing pants and not her normal shorts for the first time. Like I've, like, seen in a long time. And they put on a good match. I mean, could it have been better with all the hype behind it? Yes. Did... Could you clearly see on camera Tony going for that head kick and Io at least being nice enough to sell it, even though you could see her foot got nowhere near? But, yeah. But, I mean, minus that, they were all over the place. You know, we even saw Tony and Storm on the top rope. Was that her demise at the end? Yes. But did they have a back-and-forth match? Yes. Did they have a good match? Yes. Could it have been better? Probably, yeah. But, I mean, cable TV, time restraints... Yeah, there's only so much they can do. But we did get to see Eo kick out of Storm Zio. Yeah, Zio, yeah. Storm Zero, after she missed her moonsault that she always goes for. She does have a beautiful moonsault. I don't care what anyone says. You can fight me if you want. Eo sure I missed the moonsault, which then gave, you know, Tony to do the Storm Zero. Eo kicks out. And then we got to see Tony Storm go up onto the top rope to come off the top rope, which we never see. Like, I very rarely, if at all, yeah, it's seldom. She comes off the top rope, misses her move, Eo locks her into a crossface, which I don't think we see enough, but there might be some reasons behind that. But hits her with that, doesn't let go. Tony has to tap out. Eo finally beats her. And again, that op that closed that chapter really fast with her and Tony. I mean, it like came and went, and it was. I mean, theoretically, it's been dragging out, but there was always you know someone else involved. And her like, you can't beat me. I mean, she said it. Two weeks later, she beat her, and then she already challenged Raquel to a match. Io did with the title defense. So I just, I just hope again that they don't give it to Raquel. I just don't think she's ready, or maybe I just don't like her. You know, call me crazy. And then we found out that L.A. Knight, apparently, last night, that he's finally going to make his in-ring debut next week. Which, again, I don't know if he is anywhere else or anything. You know, try to keep track. But my brain's not good at remembering, you know, anything, if we're being honest. So, he's running his suck backstage, and somehow Brunson Reed, like, Snuck up on him and got his hands around his neck. Like, I don't know how someone that big squares up on you. Sneaks up on you, any of that. But uh, I think that'll be a good match, actually. I think their uh, their styles should be... You know, I get to see a style, but 
I like Bronson Reed things because he does, you know, things that a lot of big men can't do or afraid to do, don't do. So I'm really excited just to see how that goes out. That was just a small tidbit of the night, but it was good to find out that it's finally going to happen. You know. Just because I've been seeing, we saw what, how many vignettes? And we saw him in the ring running his sucked last week, and then he's backstage here, and now we finally get to see a match. If it is a match, God knows, but we finally get to see him at least in the ring next week, which is super cool. I'm, you know, I'm intrigued. I want to see. I'll figure out if I like him or not next week. He's got the character thing down. I mean, he's good at pulling off that. So we'll see what happens from all that. Just like the next person, which I'm trying to figure out what they're doing with, you know, Pete Dunn. As he went from, you know, being in the championship match with Balor, and then he was against Jake Atlas last night. And by the way, Jake Atlas put on a way better match than I figured they were going to let him have. I mean, because it's Pete Dunn, he was just fighting for the championship like 10 seconds ago. And hopefully that means something good for, like, Jake Atlas, because he did put on a hell of a match. It was a great match. And he, he's not, like, the most talented. He's got a lot. I'm not saying he has no talent. He has a lot of talent. Yeah, but for some reason, you know, you see him for a couple, like, he's not one of those mainstays constant people that, you know, is always around just about every week. I granted they only have, like, you know, two hours of TV time, so they have to break it up. But, like, he, he's not one of those, you know, like, let's say, Cross, who did his, yeah, had that fight against Escobar with Legato with him. Has that match, wins that, and then we don't see him for a week. And then, boom, he showed up after the title match last night. Yeah, I mean, Jake Atlas, he's either, like, there or doing something. You just don't see him for forever, for weeks on end. And he put on a hell of a match. Way better than I thought, again, way better than I thought it was going to be as it was against, you know, Pete Dunne, who's on top of the world, who, when he says he's the best technical wrestler on the planet after he beat Jake Atlas with a hell of a submission. I mean, that thing was beautiful. That looked like it actually really, really hurt in real life. Like, that could really hurt in real life. Um, which I bet it does, but that was really, really good. But I just thought, you know, Jake Atlas versus Pete Dunne with... Oni and Danny with him. Maybe it was going to be something stupid. You know, you always expect something stupid when they're all around, but he put on a hell of a match, and Pete Dunn, I mean, I don't know if it was because he was in there with Pete Dunn or what, but that was a good match. I enjoyed it. Got to see, yeah, Jake, I mean, he can go, I guess, yeah. Again, he's not the best, but I've seen a lot worse come through there, and a lot worse on the main roster getting matches. So... Maybe this means we'll see him more as he put up a good fight. Maybe not. We'll see. Just like Swerve Scott. Like, he was getting all, like he was all over the place. Get cruiserweight title runs. Runs. Yeah, matches. Like we had a few of them. And then, boom. Like, he lost them. Didn't see him for a while. Bad guy. Comes back. Don't see him for a while. Promo last week. Then nothing this week. And we got to see Leon Ruff respond. Apparently, they're having another match next week, which I think is going to be great. I like seeing Leon Ruff go just because of his size. You know, he does stuff that other people can't do. Like, he is freaky, like, agile. He's got athleticism. He just doesn't have the size. 
And he cut that promo last night, which means he can use a microphone. Is he the best? No, but it's one of those things that everyone keeps working on. Look at people on the main roster, how long it takes them. Do you know when they come from NXT? Just to, you know, a lot of them. To find their actual groove on the main roster when they're cutting promos and doing all that. So, I thought he did a great one. And I'd like to see what they're going to do with that. Just like I want to see what they do with the whole Austin Theory, Johnny Gargano, and Dexter Loomis thing. Because, I mean, there was Austin Theory going, you paid off the therapist last week? And yeah, and then... So he paid him off, he admits it, and you know it, but then he also says that Dexter called you all these things. So you know he paid you off, but you still believe everything coming out of his mouth, even though he paid her off. Which is just dumb, but I'm waiting to see what they do with it. Because, yeah, I mean, we all, anyone knows anything. I mean, we saw Austin theories, like, he's got the talent. There's a reason they got him, and he's that young. I mean, he's got the talent. They want to see what they're going to do with it. What they're going to do with Loomis, what they're going to do with the North American Championship. I'm sure we're going to, yeah. Find out more. Match next week, I believe they said. And we'll see where it goes. But, I mean, I'd like to see Loomis finally get a shot just to Gargano in the championship as he was supposed to be in that ladder match and they didn't get to be in the ladder match. So, maybe I just want to see where it goes. And hope that, you know, they finally let Loomis, you know, they pull the trigger on Loomis. And, you know, let him go, I mean. Let him do his thing. I think he's one of the best guys they got on the rest roster. Because again, just like the whole Shotzi and everything, he's just so different. He's so unique. He does all that without ever talking and doing all I mean, doesn't have, like other people when they don't talk, most of them have someone there talking for them. Like he does it without a word at all. And they have the art thing to it, which makes him completely different. So that might be why I like him so much. But I'm really looking forward to see what they do with that. Hopefully, you know, at TakeOver, he gets his shot. We'll see. You know, but... We'll see. It's Santa Deliver. I hope they build it to a Loomis match there. And another one that's, you know, super exciting, obviously, is what they've done with Zia Lee. Yeah. Since all those vignettes of that training and her coming back different, one, she looks way better. Both in the ring. Actually looking better. I mean, like... This whole thing with Casey Cat and Zyro. Caden Carter, I'd like to see what they're going to do with that. Because, I mean, there was a case of Catanzaro coming down when Caden Carter was just getting her knees just worked last night, just like Zaya did to Casey. Except Casey, you know, started attacking her with, you know, got her Caden disqualified. Because she went after Zaya with the crutch. Then she kept hitting her with the crutch. Until, what's his nuts? Bo? Bo? Came in. Yeah, she swung at him. He got it. He broke it in two pieces, threw it out of the ring. He's getting ready to do his, you know, anything, whatever. He's staying there. And Caden comes in from behind. Hits him with the crutch. And her and Casey roll out of the ring. But I'd love to see what they're actually going to do with all that. Because they put all that work into Zaya, which means... I mean, obviously this is going to... Yeah, you know, they're not going to have her get squashed and beaten and all that. So I want to see what they're going to do with that. But she looks way better in the ring. And it was a good spot, I mean, and it drags it on for another week, you know, with Casey's hurt knee, they helped Caden, I mean, and it'll help build them as a team, technically, and then work it together and all that, I mean, that'll help now that they have Women's Tag Team Championship run, keeps Casey and Caden, like, fully, invest, fully invested into something, which you desperately need in these situations. Especially when you just got Women's Tag Team, yeah. 
belts down there. You need them to have that for it to work out good. So they keep building more and more talent that you can believe can be champions and compete for it. So I was all, all good with that. I'm also all good with, apparently, the NXT UK Cruiserweight Champion. Devlin fellow. I don't watch NXT. I have it marked down to watch, but I always forget. But he's apparently going to have a match against Escobar, you know, next week to prove who the real Cruiserweight Champion is. And if they actually give them the time, just knowing the Cruiserweights and how the, you know, their matches, I mean, no matter who it is, they're always innovative and doing like stuff you're low because you know you can never do it but I want to see what their match is going to be like like I think that'll be a great one just to have both of them go together it gets you know, him more airtime gets both champions the other I man it's just different you know that's something that they don't do a lot so I'm really hoping to look forward to it. and I hope that they actually give them more than like you know five minutes to do it I hope they get like a solid two or so you know commercial breaks because that means they went a very long time. And it gives them, you know, they do the picture in picture. Which I don't know why all shows like that and races and stuff don't do that. But they give them that so you can keep watching. I think they could steal the show. I really do. So, I really hope that works out. Really, 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 really good for them. Um, see how it is, though. Could be great, it could be a turd. I just hope they get the time to show what they can do and make it really, really great. And I hope, with that being in mind, that Legato del Fantasma, those two, Wild and Mendoza, don't get involved at all. We actually get to see the two of them, you know, go at it. And those two had a match against the Grizzled Young Veterans. And <clears throat> one, I mean... The Gristled Young Veterans. Yeah, Gibson's the better of the two on the mic, but those guys can talk. I mean, they have that down compared to a lot of people. They're good on the stick. And I thoroughly enjoy it. I mean, I could be in the minority there, but I thoroughly enjoy what they do. Yeah, just their tag team work is, you know, really good. There's a reason they're in the Dusty Cup Finals, it's, yeah. Two years in a row. They're good. They earned that spot. And they can work on the mic. But they answered bragging about what they did to do for MSK's hand. And moral of the story, by the end of the night, and again, right before the, you know, there's a while there where you're just looking at Legato going, damn, look at these guys. Because they were all over the place. I mean, they are all, they work well together. They're double teaming and all that. Like in another ring, they were doing, you know, good textbook tag team wrestling. And it all ended, though, when who we thought was Rosango coming back out, dressed up in the spacesuits like they were in the week before when Legato attacked them from behind, came out. And so, there was that distraction, like there was just distractions everywhere. Everyone looked at him and said, oh no, and... You know, but it wasn't them, it turned out. It wasn't them at all. That was actually MSK dressed up like them. 
And while they were dealing with Gristled Young Veterans up on yeah, the stage area outside the ring there and the ramp and all that, they were doing their thing. Which I might add, Gibson got his hand smashed by the guy whose hand they broke with that helmet there against the steel stairs, so I'm waiting to see how they play all that out. But from behind, when Legato was watching, enter Brazongo. Just beat the holy hell out of them. So, I mean, it was a good way for they did, like, the bait and switch. They thought it was them. They rolled them up, you know, steal a victory, and then it turns out that's MSK, so Gibson and them get attacked, and then Brazongo gets theirs and comes in the back. So it was a good way to keep everybody active and get everyone in there. And that's all you have to do is just little things like that. And they got MSK and Brazongo to have airtime at the same time. Like, they did a lot of victories just by doing that. And smashing the hand against the stairs with the helmet. I mean, I don't know, they obviously didn't go and let him break his hand, but... Now, that's one of those you can be off by a little bit, and that hurts like hell. But I like the way they did it. I like to see how, you know, and everything leads to that. And then, as we all expected, you know, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, hell of a match. I mean, it was TakeOver worthy, like main event of TakeOver. And they put on a hell of a match. They were doing great. It was awesome. Everyone's kicking out of, you know, Animal Sunrises, you know, verse 1816, 1916, yeah. Like, didn't kick out the coup de grace at the end. But, I mean, like, they were kicking out of super kicks, and everything that each other, like, threw at each other, they threw the whole book at one another. Like, everything they had, and it was a hell of a match. And it, exactly what you expected. Like, Cole gets, you know, out the ring, he looks up, and there's Kyle finally. He gets back, and, you know, Finn gets his, dives through the ropes, gets him, gets him in the ring. Coup de gras match over. He sits in the corner, and Kyle now goes and starts just molly whopping Adam Cole all over the place. Like, we all knew it was coming when they set it up. Like, we all knew he was coming back, and especially as we're inside of a month of the next takeover. Like, we all knew it was coming. So, I'm not complaining. I'm okay. I think that's going to be a hell of a match. I like Kyle. I think he's one of the better guys they got on the roster. They wouldn't have gave him all those matches with Finn if he didn't have the ability. He wasn't one of the best on the roster. So I think that one's going to be a good way to close out that story, hopefully. And Kyle doing all that and then beating hell in the end. Separate him a bunch of times, you know, the usual. They get a million referees. doesn't stop anything. They keep going after each other. Adam runs. You see Kyle goes sprinting out behind him. Yeah, going back behind the curtain. And he's gone. Then it goes back to Finn standing in the ring. He says, you know, what took you so long, I believe was the phrase. They move the camera back, and they have the standoff, and there's Karrion Cross, you know, coming back for his, you know, title, which I don't know what they're going to do with that. I mean, if they're going to, like, have Finn lose and move back to the main roster and actually give him, like, the real push that he had before he got hurt. Still finished the match when he got hurt. It wasn't his fault that, you know, Seth botched it well, the first time. Yeah, he's done that, but... Are they going to have, like, I don't know how they're going to work that, but there it was. Standoff, so we know it's going to be the main event for TakeOver Stand and Deliver, and I'm looking forward to it because we all know Finn can lay out and go, smash it, and so can carry it. So I think that's going to be a hell of a match. So that's, like, the guarantee there. Kyle and Adam means it's two nights. That's a guarantee there. We know EO and Raquel, they're going to have their match there. We'll see what they do with all the tag teams, as there's so many. You know, you got to see how that plays out. Um, the tag champs really don't have anything. And I'm really looking forward to see, after 
Pete Dunne, yeah, challenged him. Yeah, he's the best tactical wrestler on the planet. And he called everyone out and said, someone come prove him wrong. I'm waiting to see what they do with all that. How exciting that's going to be. So, we'll wait for them to pull the rest of their cards. But they did put together, I thought this night and the matches were better than some of the, you know, shorter matches and segments on Raw that you wonder what they're doing. And Jake Atlas looked great. Leon Ruff was great on the mic. MSK got theirs. Brazongo got theirs. Karrion Cross made the challenge. Io defended, beat Tony Storm. He made her challenge. I mean, it was Raquel and them were handed the titles, but then Shotzi and Ember won them. I mean, it was an all-around good night of wrestling. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope you guys thoroughly enjoyed it. If you did, then you listen to this one. Give me a comment. Give me a like, listen, follow, tell people about it. Give me a comment. Tell me what you thought about tonight. You think I got something wrong? You think I got something right? Tell me. Tell me if there's something again you want to watch. For me to watch. And then we can sit down and discuss a great moment from wrestling history together on a sit-down. I'm okay with that, too. The more the merrier is my theory in this. So, I appreciate it. If you have any ideas before tonight about what I should watch you know, tonight to discuss tomorrow, hit up the page. Hit me up a messenger. Hit me up. Tell me what you think. Remember, you know, under Wrestling With Ski on... Facebook, and it now has its own standalone YouTube channel, so you can go look that up, follow that if you don't want to be on Facebook, so you can follow you know, me and get updates every day, it has its own page, it's all done, and still under Bearded Ski on Rumble, it's in there with the other show, so I appreciate y'all, thanks for giving me the time, and until tomorrow, my friends, enjoy your day, be good to each other, and peace.